It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, as we welcome you back, Hour 2, Friday, March 10th. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We've got games on games on games, just a confluence of college basketball right now, conference tournaments. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong because my phone's a little off here, but Ohio State's up on Michigan State. Ohio, your, your Buckeyes are trying to make a run in the Big Ten here. Yeah, Absolutely. And uh, it's going to be uh, interesting to see if they can sustain it. The problem is you got to play five games in five days. Yeah, it's a grind. Yeah. Uh, and we, we've been following. Now, Cincinnati's trying to claw back for Dustin's birthday free roll, but a disastrous start. Temple out 16-10 unless something's changed. Again, 16-10, you see it. Cincinnati full game was five. Two and a half first half. We laid it. Looks like that birthday free roll could be in trouble. And then Tennessee, Missouri, that's a game that you and I – we're all over, and I was on Missouri. I got six early this morning. Ends up closing five and a half of all, and you were on Tennessee here. What are you seeing? Yeah, uh, right now, tight game. I took Tennessee money line with Alabama uh, money line, and uh, to me, when you look at this matchup at this point in time, it, it's competitive. It's tight. Uh, there's a review of a play, and I'll tell you what. They're going to probably call a flagrant foul here on Tennessee. Um, there was a, a backcourt violation call against Missouri as they're coming in the front court. The guy hoist up a shot for Missouri, and then uh, I don't know who it was, but they get they put their hand in the def- in the offensive player for Missouri's face, and I think it should be a flagrant foul called here. There's just no need for it. It wasn't not, it wasn't just he had his hand in his face; he made contact. So this should be a foul. It'll be interesting to see how they call it. 
Okay, Conference USA, UAB rolling early, 30-17 over North Texas. Uh, as we continue to follow along, uh, just remember, Network Plays, Thomas Gable, who's going to be joining us here on Sharp Money. He's on that Ohio Toledo. It's a big-time total of 162.5. He's on the over. Uh, we'll get to the Bobcats and Rockets coming up because I do have a play on the side. That doesn't tip for another 58 minutes. You see the full game. Five and a half for Toledo, 163. If you missed it, Toledo's 116 straight. I mean, they're just on a roll right now. So we'll get to Toledo uh, coming up in just a little bit. Uh, what else is tipping? No, that's the lone tip at two. So we have a little time. We do have Kyle Boone from CBS Sports joining us coming up in 28 minutes. And the aforementioned Thomas Gable will be joining us as well. Big guy, you want to do a little family future play. Why don't we describe it and we'll get into our plays here. Yeah, you know, this is, uh, I think, something we could have fun with throughout the sports season, not just here with, with March Madness upon us. But basically, we'll sit here once a week on Fridays and come up with a future bet that we will, as a group, throw a little money on, doesn't matter however much you want to put on it, and we'll ride this ticket together. And then us, the listeners who want to join in, everyone has the same ticket, so we're watching the same games and going through the process together. Okay. Well, I'll start, and I dug through these numbers as far as futures and the college basketball. I dug through these numbers at DraftKings, and of course, I'm all, you know, I've been jockeying TCU, so I almost went there, but I came to a team I think you're going to agree with. 18-1, to 1, Gonzaga, dismantled St. Mary's. I think there's a different feeling around this team as far as expectations this year that may benefit them. Uh, the number one seeded expectations are gone. The last two years, you mentioned the pressure was outrageous. And frankly, this is just the best offense in the country. They can shoot to three. They're so experienced. Uh, Timmy, we understand. But outside of that, Walton and Bolton and Hickman and Smith and Strother. Did you know Strother is from the big that can step outside and shoot threes? Did you know he's from Henderson? Yeah, no, Henderson, he's from Vegas. Nevada, right by you. He went to he went to Liberty High School. I, that's one of the reasons I follow the Zags because he's a local kid. Tremendous. He's going to have a shot in the pros. He's probably more of a second round pick, but he can shoot the basketball. He's a really good player, and uh, this is going to be an interesting team. By the way, Josiah Jordan James called for a technical foul, rightfully so. You know, some of these guys make some of these fouls, and you're like, dude, how stupid are you? I mean, like, really, the question has to be well, asked. What did he do? Tell me the, what he did. The, the play was called dead. A guy from Missouri hoist up a shot. And he's like defending the guy and he puts his hand not only in his face, but he makes contact with his face on a play that's not even going on. But you're not bitter. No, here's so the Strother. thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I don't like stupid people and stupid players. And it's unbelievable how you could be this dumb. Well, he got you should you should uh, empathize with him. He got involved in a heated moment. You get heated at times, and he made a dumb play. This doesn't make Listen, him a bad I, person. I, I, I get heated for the show. It's for it's for effect. Look, the reality of it is, the reality <laughs> okay, of it is. Let's this go guy, back to Gonzaga, and I'll let you run with it. First yeah. in points per, first in field goal percentage. They're thirteenth. I mentioned they can stroke it from outside. They're thirteenth and three point percentage. They don't turn the ball over, yeah. which is important come tournament time, of course. So Gonzaga eighteen to one. That's the number I picked. I like. The feel, because the feel doesn't feel overwhelming. Again, a different feeling around expectations that I think may benefit the Zags this year. Yeah, I would agree with you. Not as much pressure. They're probably going to be a two or a three-seater means to be seen where they wind up. But this is a dangerous team. I don't think people realize how good they've been. You look at their losses. Okay, the loss to LMU, lose on the road in overtime to St. Mary's. Um, they beat Alabama, you know, who's been right there in the top two or three the majority of the second half of the season. They're a dangerous team. I mean... People forget how good this team can be uh, throughout the course of the season. 
Let's get it, by the way. Cincinnati crawling, just trying to claw their way back here with the two and a half. Temple leads by two, 841 to play, big guy, 2018. We'll get an update on Tennessee, Missouri here on Sharp Money. Uh, your future play, D- did either of you differ than my Gonzaga at 18 to one? Go ahead. I really like the Gonzaga thing just because I feel like every year everyone's on them, and this is the one year yeah. to zag when everyone zigs. See what I did there with hey, Gonzaga? Uh, so I like doing that because it feels like whenever we think they're going to be there in the end, they let us down, and this year no one really thinks that they're going to be there, so I don't mind riding that ticket. But I like to shoot a little bit deeper on the board. Uh, one that jumped out to me, it's not the best number in the last few weeks on them, but all I keep hearing is everyone on this network and every other sports network say that they love this Miami team. So my question for you guys is 40 to one on Miami to win the title ability to hedge against them. I guess it would depend on the seating, right? Would you be nervous if they had a seed where they were matched up with a mid major in the first, second rounds that could upset them? Like that would be my concern. Cause I feel like the draw isn't always beneficial for Laranaga and Miami in the NCAA tournament. Amal's high on this Miami team. Yeah. What's your response? I tend to agree with them. 40 to one, you get great odds. You get to the sweet 16 and then you start looking at making moves elsewhere. The first round game, they're probably at worst a three seed. If they win the ACC tournament, I don't know if they'll get a two seed, but they're going to be right up there. So Miami's in a great position. You're going to have almost in every game, you're going to have a coaching advantage with Laranaga. Wong and Pack are tremendous. I, I think this team is going to be a tough, tough out. I just don't think... Because part of it is South Florida, Miami. People just don't give them credit. And the other thing is the ACC has been down so much this year. But this is a very good basketball team. We do have breaking news from the NFL. I'll get to that in a second here on Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Do not rip up that ticket, big guy. We're tied up. 2020, Temple, Cincinnati. We got a late 25 two and a half 20 in the first step. Cincinnati. Cincinnati just went up five, so my phone's way off here because I don't have the TV in my office. So 25-20, let's keep it going because we're going to roll it over the birthday boy with the birthday free roll. And Tennessee, I've got – where are you, Tennessee, Missouri, right now, Amal? Because we have to start thinking second half for this game as well. Yeah, 22-21 volunteers right now, 545 to go. I'll tell you one thing we'll have to look at at halftime. Has there been fouls called? I'm not sure. I know Kobe Brown got one early on. Got to pay attention. Uh, Josiah Jordan-James has one for – he got a technical for uh, Tennessee – We'll have to see who these fouls are on. It'll be crucial down the stretch with these teams. Uh, but Tennessee's had a plethora of turnovers, five turnovers in the first four minutes. Uh, Missouri's got two made three-point shots. They made a nice run after trailing 16-9. to In the Cincinnati game, it was 16-6 in favor of Temple. And now the um, Bearcats have gone on a 19-4 to run to take a five-point lead. I-, I didn't see how much time was left before the break, guys. I got 6.59 to play, 25-20 Cincinnati up on Temple. Lane, the two-and-a-half, is that where you are, big guy? That is correct. Okay. Earlier today, as we mentioned, uh, we've got a firing in college basketball. We'll get to it in just a second. Anything stand out here? An absolute boat race by Alabama over Mississippi State. Mississippi State needed them all. 72-49 for Bama. Yeah. Well, Mississippi State, I thought, had to win the league. I didn't think they were going to get in. Uh, The great defensive team, offensively challenged. This is a team that went into Oxford and missed. uh, uh, They didn't score a field goal for three for 10 minutes in that game, excuse me. And when you look at it, I, I just don't think they have the offensive firepower to compete. Alabama had struggled in their last four games, not shooting over 30% from the three-point line. They get things turned around there today and a nice, complete win. I thought this was going to be a real tone setter, not for the SEC tournament, but really for the NCAA tournament for this team. 
Yeah, and Rutgers, Pykele's done a hell of a job. They were yeah. great at home, but, of course, beat Michigan. They held Michigan to, like, two buckets in the second half. It was an absolute defensive masterpiece by Rutgers. They come back. They lose to a potential one seed and produce 70 to 65. You and I discussed it a little bit earlier. Both of us believe Rutgers is still going to get in here. I don't think there's a question after the Michigan. I thought whoever Michigan or Rutgers, whoever won that game, I thought they were in the tournament. Michigan, I've got them out. Rutgers, I've got in. I, I completely agree with you. I thought that was a crucial game for both teams and Rutgers really showed up in that second half. To me, when I look at Michigan, they just don't have, besides Jed Howard and, and the big guy Dickinson, they just don't have enough around them to support them. That, that seems to be the issue for me right now with Michigan. How about Clemson, who continues Ooh, to dance on the bubble? They own NC State. How about 80 to 54? You watched that game yesterday? It was absolute dominance. Well, I saw a little bit. It was a tighter game, and then all of a sudden it became a completely one-sided game and uh, really a nice job by NC State in that game, pulling away and winning that game comfortably. Uh, another one, two teams that squarely on the bubble. Arizona State beat USC 77-72. My assumption is Arizona State's got to pick up another, but USC probably out now. I would agree with you. ASU, third time a charm here as they get an opportunity. They beat Arizona the first time, but if they could beat Arizona the second time uh, out of three games, I think they've got a shot to potentially get in. By the way, Bobby Hurley's the kind of guy that would complain to the referee when the jump ball goes to the other team. He's, he is that kind of guy. Hey, I just got another sharp play from our buddy who runs Mad Dog Sports Radio, Steve Torrey. He is Indiana's biggest fan. And remember, Maryland and Indiana. Maryland's so different outside of College Park, but they beat your Minnesota team last night, yeah. uh, 70 to 54. So Maryland, Indiana tonight. It's a true home court for Indiana, to be fair, in Chicago. Agree? Absolutely. I love the Hoosiers there. They're a better team than Maryland. Maryland can't play away from College Park unless they're playing the Gophers. We'll get to that one next, as well as breaking NFL news and three-point stance coming up. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. It's free to check out the betting splits. If you want to know where the money and bets are moving for every game, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in the action. Money and bets for every game updated every 10 minutes. As I said, today's games and future events. Betting splits are another way VSIN is trying to make you a smarter more sophisticated, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Exciting day as we've got games tipping. A little bit of a respite because you got Toledo and Ohio tipping in 44 minutes. I've got to play on the side. Gable's on the over. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit as we welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, with some NFL news, including big-time news about a quarterback down in Miami got a retirement in the NFL. Before we get to that, let's pay off the tease. Let's talk about Maryland and Indiana. You got Indiana on the board lane too. They're the better overall team. They're going to have the best player on the court. I don't know if Maryland's going to have an answer for Trace Jackson Davis, who you just mentioned. Remember, this is in Chicago. Uh, they're going to have great support, Indiana. This is a true home court for them, and that's important them all. Why? Maryland, a terrible team away from home. Got out of College Park. They were 2-9 and nine away, 16-1 and one at home. They were tremendous, obviously, and he's done a hell of a job in year one at College Park. Now, they, Maryland, blew out a bad Minnesota team last night. They had lost two straight coming into the tournament, lost to Ohio State, and lost to Penn State coming into the tournament. This is a big game for both teams. Both teams are in the dance you know, Indiana's got a pretty dynamic offense. They're great from three. Very good. Woodson's teams are always going to defend you. And remember, one meeting College Park, Maryland beat up on Indiana 66-55. Now, here's our Indiana insider, part of the network, Steve Torrey, program director over at Mad Dog Sports Radio. He said this, and you can react. 
they, Indiana, had trouble with Maryland last time, but different circumstances because, of course, they're going to get a home game today. They couldn't slow Young down that night. IU guards got toasted in the game. Uh, he said, you know what Maryland's going to try to do? Keep the ball out of TJD hands and force supporting cast to deliver the Purdue strategy, which didn't work. Thoughts? I tend to agree with him. In that game, though, the difference to me was the free throw line. Maryland shot 29 free throws. Indiana shoots 12. I mean, a 17 free throw differential in terms of actual made free throws plus 15. That was the difference in the ball game. You won't have that much of a discrepancy here. Maryland, to me, is not as good as everybody else thinks they are. They're not a great three-point shooting team. They do defend well, but I just don't think they've got an answer for TJD, as he alluded to. And let me tell you, I'm really impressed with him, his ability to not only finish with both hands at the basket, but also in terms of when he gets to the line, he can convert. You know, I'm not saying he's, you know, Steph Curry, but he's still up there in the 70s, which is good for a big man, and I just don't think Maryland has an answer for him. I totally agree with everything you just said. I love what you said going to break. Simplify it. Indiana's just the better team. Yeah. And Indiana, by the way, was not very good on the road this year. This is going to be a home game. I mean, it's going to be all Indiana fans. I, I like them. I actually think the two. I got a couple of shops showing one and a half. I think it's a pretty cheap price on Indiana. I thought this number should have been three. I, I'm with you. I like IU in this one. I, I think they're the more complete basketball team. Look, this team's had to adjust to ha not having uh, Xavier Johnson. They've done a nice job. You mentioned Hood Shafino when we were going to break. I'll tell you one thing people forget. Hood Shafino played at Mountain Bird Academy. For people that don't follow high school basketball, currently now the, the basically the Oak Hill of what high school basketball has become. Cade Cunningham, Scotty Barnes, all these guys have played at that program. Hood Shafino is an absolute difference maker, and him having Xavier Johnson out I think has helped him, and he's shouldered more of the load. I thought this number should have been three. I like the Hoosiers here in this game. I think this is a tremendous play on IU at a cheap number. This is why I love conference attorneys, Patrick, because you get these teams in certain matchups where the pricing to me is just wrong. And by the way, after this game, Missouri and Tennessee both should go to the free throw line and practice their free throws. Hood Shafino, uh, College Park, earlier this year, shot one of 14. He won't do it again tonight. We both agree, Indiana. Lay the one and a half because you can find the one and a half. Again, it's always important to shop for the best number. We're showing two. You can find a one and a half on the board. Lay it with Indiana. Amal had his true number set at three there. We'll get an update on the birthday bet right now. I've got, unless you guys have something different here, I've got Cincinnati. we got to cover the two and a half in the first half. I got them up 31-23, big guy. It's where we're at. A little under four minutes to go till we cash this ticket. And we roll it over into the next one. So that'll and do be you have something? Do you have something in mind to roll over the hundred bucks? Look, you know I've been firing all morning. So the question is, which one I've already fired on? Will we be double dipping now? <laughs> okay, I'm hoping it's Toledo. We'll get to Toledo, Ohio coming up Holy in just a bit. Toledo. But we do have some breaking news. If you want to call it breaking news, let's go to three point stance. That's our everyday NFL segment here. You've got a retirement and you got a big decision down in Miami on the quarterback. Hey, you know, the NFL never sleeps just like this show, sharp money. So three point stance, the top NFL stories of the day here on the program. Number one, you just alluded to it. Devin McCourty calls it quits, retires with the Patriots 13 seasons for the former 27th overall pick back in 2010. Amal Shah, where were you living in 2010? Dallas, Texas. What were you doing with your life? Probably not much. <laughs> were you married? I was, yeah. You were married? You didn't know that he was married? No. Oh, 
He's the type of guy. What? Devin McCourty, three titles, 13 seasons, retires from the Pats. What else you got? Uh, Tua. Miami exercised his fifth-year option, which means in 2024, Tua will earn $23.2 million, and this seemingly takes the Dolphins out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Yeah, it just ends the speculation. You know, unless Brady gets involved, because there are reports now that continue to mount that Brady is interested in that. Remember, Brady's kids are living down in Miami with your girl Giselle. So unless Brady gets in the mix and they're interested, Miami could be. But this essentially ends speculation as far as to it. They pick up the option. He's going to be the quarterback. Well, how about this? You know, comeback player of the odds already listed up at DraftKings. And Tua isn't the shortest shot on the board. He's third at 7-1 to one to be the comeback player of the year. I mean, I know we don't know what his future looks like, but seemingly if he comes back to the Dolphins with the way he was playing a year ago, there's no reason why he can't win that award. I would agree with you there, but there seems to be more to this with the Tua situation because every time you, you hear Miami's looking at a potential quarterback, they're looking to make a move. I mean, what is going on? That's a fair but point. I'm just proud. I'm so proud of Amal because I was staring at him while you were talking about Tua and Amal wasn't listening, wasn't looking at you. He was focused on Tennessee, Missouri, and then he snapped out of the trance and gave a good answer. So that's impressive, Amal. It, While you're in your little trance, your Tennessee trance, give us an update on the game. 28-27, big orange, but I'm going to concede one thing. i got to let you out since you called me out on it. You were correct. I knew the ball was coming up the half-court line, so I didn't have to pay attention there. <laughs> okay, no disrespect, big guy. No disrespect at all. And quickly, an update on the $100 free roll for the big guy. We're up 10 with 242 to play. Cincinnati, who started slowly just on a run right now against Temple. That was, what, what was it, full game? Five? Yeah, five. five uh, and possession. Go ahead. And possession for them. 28, I'm sorry, 27 to uh Seven, what was it, 16? So 27 to 7 run. And Temple is 1 for 11 from uh, their last 11 shots. And there's nobody at this game. <laughs> well, first yeah, of all, we they, need it. No, but I don't understand why they play this tournament in Fort Worth, Texas. It makes zero sense to me. What is the closest team there? SMU? That's it. Shocker, Amal Shaw has beef with latitude and longitude on Sharp Money on a Friday. Okay, back to three-point stance. Anything else in the NFL, big guy? Yeah, so two pieces out of Eagles camp. One, you got Brandon Graham returning to Philly on a $6 million one-year deal. I'm not six, I don't know if it was $6 million. They have $6 million in cap space at the moment. Brandon Graham's back, but they're giving Darius Slay, your boy, Patrick, permission to seek a trade because they need to free up some cap space. And they have a ton of other guys up for free agency. Fletcher Cox, uh, CJ Gardner-Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Hargrave, Bradbury, Miles Sanders. My question about the Eagles is, is the window closing after this great run they had a year ago? Because they're going <laughs> to have to pay Jalen. What is this, first take? What just happened? That is a freaking hot take from you. And just, wait, 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 who are you both talking to outside the studio? Can I, oh, can I, I ask? What are you talking about? You, Amal, you know you're talking to somebody outside. I could see you doing hands. Oh, I was telling me at a point. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, the, I'm sorry. Yeah, my, he was being polite. <laughs> the, Go ahead. Um, anyway, I, I think it's a little bit of a reaction, but listen, how much are you going to play pay Fletcher Cox at this point of his career? But my point is they don't have a lot of, of wiggle room with the cap room right now. Like, they can't bring a lot of these guys back, and then they're going to want to pay Jalen Hurts, which means that they're going to be – have to go even cheaper at some of these other fill-in spots. 
I just think it was a magical run for the Eagles last year that fell short. I don't know if they can repeat this. Yeah, Jalen's got one year left, right? Because he's on a rookie deal. He's going to be in his fourth year. So yes. this is going to be crucial. You're right about that. But if they're going to do it, they've got to do it right now. But that Adam division Thielen also always by, flips. Adam Thielen re- released by the Vikings, the hometown hero there. That saves uh, $20 million. Ooh. Highest paid non-quarterback on wow. that roster. Um, also, Adam Thielen, I haven't seen a player who was as good as he was have such a precipitous drop-off. He fell off. Yeah. That's a tremendous point. When he when he fell off, he fell off hard. Okay, there it is. Three-point stance, NFL news. The big guy coming with the take. The Eagles are done. You heard it here first on Sharp Money. We're going to cash that first half of Cincinnati. Amal Shaw, Missouri may win this game outright. I like it. Love to see it. Kyle Boone, CBS Sports, next. Talking college hoops here on Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Smart Money is presented by the one and only Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. As a warning, the product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is addictive as a chemical. It's the only smoke-free, spit-free option that's helped millions achieve lasting change. And they make change a little easier by offering the only 10-day risk-free, risk-free trial. So you can get Zinn 10 days risk-free. You have a lot of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zen online or in a store near you. That's Zen.com slash find. Z-Y-N.com slash find. Okay, we welcome you back here. Sharp Money. It's Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Kyle Boone's going to join us. Does a great job over at CBS covering college hoops. Just quickly, we did cover the two and a half with Cincinnati. They finished, uh, closed the break up 10 over Temple. Remember, Tennessee was laying three of them all in the first half. Tied up. They, hit a, they had a half-court shot to land three going into the break, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they come down, they hit a shot just before the halftime horn and probably about four or five feet just inside the arc, but uh, big-time three-point shot nonetheless and get you a push if you had Tennessee and a tough beat or a tough push if you had Missouri there. Kyle Boone joins us now, CBS Sports, at Kyle underscore Boone. Hi, Kyle. First off, thanks for joining us. I know it's a busy time of the year. Have you been watching Missouri-Tennessee in the first half here? I have been. I have been kind of pleasantly surprised. Um, there's a lot happening right now. Ohio State's just randomly dominating Michigan State, um, Missouri, and Tennessee in kind of a dogfight. There's a lot of really good games going on. So yeah, I've, I've been I've been tuned in. Now we were talking earlier. I think the Rutgers win over Michigan gets them in. They had every opportunity to beat Purdue. If you're going to lose to a team, maybe a number one overall seed, if you're Rutgers, uh, are there teams that you're fighting for? Uh, For example, I'm fighting for these mountain West teams, Utah state, Boise state, and others, Nevada. Are there teams you're going to the mat for as far as the bubble teams here, Kyle? Yeah, I don't think I'd go for the mat. Go to the mat for Nevada. I feel like they started hot, really hot this season, and just kind of faded. Um, and that happens sometimes. But uh, I think you know what what they showed down the stretch was they're maybe not as good as a team as as what we thought. Uh, I'm all for I think mid major conferences and, and teams in in the mid major level getting looks over you know like the eighth or ninth team in the Big Twelve or the or the Big Ten or the SEC. I'm not sure I would I would rally for Nevada. Now, there's, there are a few teams that I think are on the bubble that, that I would go to the mat for, and, and probably Rutgers, I think, would have to be right up there. They nearly 
uh, took down Purdue uh, earlier today. Uh, that's a team that has played pretty well this season. They've got some really quality wins. They beat Purdue earlier in the season on the road inside Mackey Arena. I think one of the best wins for any team in college basketball. They, they beat Ohio State. Uh, they beat Michigan State on a neutral. So they've got some pretty good wins. I think their resume is, is good enough that they should be able to get in. They should be able to sneak in. Uh, another team that I think is on the bubble, maybe on the outside looking in, is Oklahoma State. And this is a this is an Oklahoma State team that really struggled down the stretch. Uh, they lost five of their last six games, but hammered rival Oklahoma in the Big 12 tournament, um, got beat by Texas. I think their resume is pretty good. Um, it's going to come down to whether or not I think the selection committee wants to award another Big 12 team an at-large bid, um, and and so we'll see. You know, they, they're a little bit walking wounded down the stretch, and I think maybe they'll take that into consideration as well. But Big 12 was the strongest conference in college basketball by a mile. They were nearly 500 in conference play. So um, an- another team that I think is going to be right on the bubble there entering Selection Sunday. Kyle, when you look at this league, obviously all the, everybody having to face off against each other, that's why you see so many losses. Which team, in your opinion, makes the deepest run here? I get many people like Kansas, but I also think you can't negate, uh, neglect Texas as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I do think it's Kansas. Um, it's kind of the stock answer, the easy answer, and I think it's the correct answer, too. Um, you know, they, they've, they've got kind of a remade roster based off of the team that won the national championship last year. And I think that was why people were not quite as high on this Kansas team. You know, they brought back guys who are a little bit experienced but haven't really been stars in their roles at Kansas. And Jalen Wilson has emerged as maybe the best player in college basketball. Going to be a, a first-team All-American this season. They got a stud in, in a true freshman Grady Dick, who I think could be a lottery pick. K.J. Adams is a guy who's who's been around this program and is basically playing like a Draymond Green hybrid small ball role. They don't play with like two traditional big men uh, the way that Bill Self and Kansas have over the years. Uh, you go back and, and they have a really proud history of, of kind of playing through at least one true big man. Uh, last year it was, it was David McCormick. Um, so, you know, they, they're a little bit different in terms of roster makeup, but the guard play, the wing play that they have, I think that translates to winning. They won the Big 12 uh, by a pretty comfortable margin, and I think they have a real chance to, to make a run in the NCAA tournament, potentially repeat as NCAA champions. Kyle Boone, CBS Sports, he's a natural. He came and gave you a live update. He nailed it. Ohio State making a run in the Big Ten tournament. They've got to win it, underperform this year. They're up 54-43 with 640 to play on a Michigan State team that is going dancing. Kyle, let me ask you about UConn and Marquette. Connecticut's lane four. How do you separate these two, UConn, Marquette? Yeah, I think UConn's the better team. Marquette was the more consistent team throughout the season, and that's why Marquette won the Big East and UConn finished several games back. But UConn's best, I think, is is better than anyone else's in the Big East, and I think maybe possibly, uh, maybe it's better than anyone in college basketball. I think they're probably... Hmm one of the five or six teams that can legitimately win the national championship. They can play inside and out. Uh, their big man, Adama Sanogo, is, is fantastic. He's like six foot 10, 250 pounds, just a mammoth of a man who, who completely out-physical teams. On the, on the rebounds, uh, they, they have really good guard play. Jordan Hawkins, 
and uh, and Tristan Newton have been really solid this season. So, you know, inside out, I think they're really, really balanced. They had a stretch there um, at the end of December, early January, where defensively they had so many holes they could not figure things out, went on a little bit of a losing stretch, but they've figured things out. They're top 10 in offense right now, top 15 on defense. They seem to be kind of humming at uh, at just the right time. So, yeah, I, I think I would probably take the the UConn side there. I know Marquette uh, people will be on them because they did, did win that conference. But uh, Marquette's already playing with fire a little bit. They narrowly snuck by um, St. John's in the first round in an overtime game. And this is St. John's team that, oh by the way, just fired its head coach. So I like UConn in that spot. I think UConn is playing really good basketball right now. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. I think this team is very dangerous with the chance to cut down the nets and the whole thing. I want to go to a matchup tonight in the ACC, Duke-Miami. This is a huge revenge spot for Duke, who got embarrassed at the Watsko Center in Coral Gables earlier. Now Duke, a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Greensboro. Uh, who do you think wins this game, and how much of a home court is it for Duke playing in Greensboro? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big advantage, and I think I'm, I'm going to ride with you as well. I'm on that Duke side. Uh, this this Duke team all year, you know, coming into the season, everyone's like, oh man, they've got you know three or four or five stars. Derek Lively is the number one prospect. Derek Whitehead, the guy who's a top five recruit. Kyle Filipowski, a top five recruit. They have so many dudes, and it it didn't seem to click for this Duke team. And and I think people will just kind of put them in a bucket where it's kind of a disappointing season based off of preseason expectations, but. They have really figured things out uh, here over the last month. And and John Shire, the first-year head coach who succeeded uh, Mike Krzyzewski, has done really well. So I like the direction this Duke program is headed. Some of their young guys are starting to come into form. Derek Lively, the guy who I mentioned was the number one recruit in his class, um, is is a shot-blocking savant. He's really good inside the paint. And I think it's going to be a really hard matchup for this Miami team. I think they're a little bit longer, a little bit more physical, a little bit more athletic. So I like Duke in the spot. It's basically a home home game for Duke or at least a, a semi-home game for Duke. Um, that's going to be a tough spot, I think, for Miami here. Kyle, give me a 30-second answer. We're both on Indiana, Maryland, Indiana, yeah. Chicago, lane two. Where would you be, Maryland, Indiana? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Indiana, and uh, you look at – kind of what Indiana did earlier in the season, losing by 11 points at Maryland. And and I think it'll scare some people off, but I think this Indiana team has two of the best players in postseason play in Jalen Huchifino and Trace Jackson Davis. Maryland's not been good away from College Park this season. Indiana, I think, will travel pretty well on a neutral site. I tend to favor the Hoosiers. This this is basically like a pick Um And so I'm just going to take the talent. I think Indiana with Hood Shafino and, and Jackson Davis, we'll get it done. Kyle, answer your phone. We're going to have you on during the NCAA tournament, okay? <laughs> Thank you for your time. Hey, sounds good. Appreciate you guys. You can tell, I can tell, here's, you can always tell when you're talking to somebody if they're a better. And it's very clear that Kyle Boone is a, is a sports better. Fair? Absolutely, no question about it. Because he didn't just give analysis of the teams or the games. He had strong opinions on which side he was on. Not a necessarily overwhelming opinion on Indiana, but we will take it. And when we come back, we've got to find a second half play or a first half play for the first half savant and the big guy. His birthday free roll has cashed. Sharp money.
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet 
and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you're going to win. Restrictions on qualifying wages, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiverSquares.com. That's BetRiverSquares.com. We got you back here on Sharp Money. Busy time of the year, of course, the conference tournaments. We've got Toledo and Ohio in the MAC tipping in about 14 minutes. I have a play on the side. Thomas Gable, who's going to join in 16 minutes from the Borgata, of course, runs the race and sportsbook. He's got a play on the over there. What's important here is we welcome you back. He's Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, and I'm Patrick Maher. We welcome you back. The birthday free roll hit, so 100 bucks. $100 win with Cincinnati covering the two and a half in the first half. So you're going to roll it over and go place another bet, big guy. We're going to workshop some potentials here. What do you got for us? So we got a few. We're going to touch in this Toledo game in a moment, but I want to run a few others by you. The first okay, one. let's go. The first one I was really into up until some rumors started swirling, and that's Iona laying seven and a half in the first half. But now I'm concerned well, some of these Rick Pitino rumors could mess with them. What do you think of that? Uh, I is Patino's going to be there? By the way, so what Dustin's referring to is Anderson out at St. John's, Ewing out at Georgetown. Patino's going to be the favorite to get both those jobs, Amal. Well, there's no question about it. It's just whether does he want to be in the New York City area or the D.C. area in terms uh, where he wants to be. Uh, you know, both teams in the Big East, so should be interesting to see what happens there. I don't think it's going to impact Iona. I agree. I don't think it affects today at all. Yeah, exactly. But I don't love lane seven and a half, so I think I'm not going to use it on this free roll because the free roll's up to $190 after we cash the Cincy bet. So significantly more. Another game that really jumped out to me, I'll tell you my trepidation in a second, but it's Oregon plus three and a half in the first half against UCLA. UCLA still trying to find their way without Jalen Clark. I think if you go and look back, Oregon lost both games to UCLA this year, but they led both at the half. And I'm all sure we cashed with Oregon last night. You were laying two on a hook. They end up beating Washington State 75-70. Yeah, it was funny. I was at the game yesterday, and Washington State comes down uh, after uh, Oregon knocks down two free throws. I don't know if you guys saw the end of the game. Oregon had a layup, and the, uh, the player didn't take it. Instead, he waited to get fouled, makes both free throws, and then Washington State with an opportunity – um, and they missed the three-point shot. So this would be an interesting one. But Dustin's right. Oregon has played them well. I, I think it's going to be a tough spot for UCLA. Look, for people that don't follow the Bruins closely, that Jalen Clark loss is going to be a factor when you look huge. at a team like this. It's huge. Keyshawn Bartholomew for uh, this uh, Oregon team, he's a difference maker offensively. Will Richardson in terms of his ability, and then also on the perimeter, Quincy Garrier. This is going to be a challenge here, in my opinion, for the Bruins. I would not be surprised at all. I love the Ducks plus six, but I would not be surprised at all if Oregon wins this game outright. Totally agree with your assessment. By the way, got a Creighton-Xavier play incoming, which we'll get to in just a little bit. Uh, are there any others you're thinking about? What are you smiling about? Well, no, my, well I, I like, I already bet Creighton lane one and Creighton, a half. In the uh, first. Yeah, Creighton's the play. And again, Fremantle being out. Remember they split the season series them all. And you know, this uh, Fremantle played in both those games without him. Xavier misses the size and the depth in the front court. I, I, I like Creighton tonight. I think it opened two and a half. It's been bet up to three and a half. Uh, Xavier's in a tremendous offensive team, but Creighton is not just good. They're great defensively. They hit their free throws. I actually like Creighton in this matchup tonight. I would agree with you. And you, you mentioned Fremantle. I think that has an impact on Jack Nungy. Jack Nungy's a solid player, but Fremantle makes him better when he's on the floor. Uh, I think it puts too much pressure on Jones for Xavier. I like this Creighton team. They, they, this is a team, you know, look, remember, they were missing Calcum Brenner earlier 
and that had an impact mm-hmm. on him uh, early in the season when he was out a little bit. But overall, this is a team that I, I think is just more complete. And I'm with you on this number. The loss of Fremantle has been huge. You mentioned uh, Ziegler being out for uh, Tennessee. I think it's had an impact on this basketball game, despite the fact that Tennessee's got a two-point lead. I think he makes a difference. These injuries are crucial as you get down the stretch, excuse me, against far more competitive teams. The reason I'm also on Creighton, I, I'm sure you saw it yesterday, then we'll get to Toledo and Ohio here, big guy. But Colby Jones saved Xavier because they were down at nine at the break to a terrible DePaul team. Yeah, I went in-game money line on Xavier last think night. Think about what I'm great. telling you. Down nine at the break, conference tournament to a DePaul team that's not very good. You know this. And Colby Jones went nuts in the second half there for Xavier Amal. DePaul's he, like the nine, the nine seed, ten seed? They were the second worst seed in the conference, yeah. whatever behind Georgetown. But, um, you know, the one thing I thought yesterday coming into the game, I thought it was a few too many points just in these conference tournaments. I'll tell you what makes me mad. I, I thought, and I didn't do it this morning, Patrick. I thought the unload the clip play was East Carolina plus 23, not because Houston can't beat them by 23, but in these conference tournament games, unless you got a tighter matchup, we saw the Mississippi State line at eight, but you look at this Tennessee game. Missouri's never led by more than three or four points. Tennessee led by a high watermark of eight. All of a sudden, boom, back-to-back threes by Mizzou. They're at the free-throw line attempting an and-one here to take a one-point lead. It's just these games are tighter. Everybody knows what's on the line. The intensity is just turned up for both teams. And I think that's why you're seeing such a back-and-forth game. And I said to you at half, I and I, excuse me, I said to you during the commercial break, let's say Tennessee covers this game. It's the wrong side. Tennessee, to me, is the wrong side in this game. Missouri's the right side if you took it. I know people are not going to be happy if they lose the game, but the point is sometimes you want to make a play. And when you get down to a number like five and a half, it just comes down to free throws late. If Tennessee's got a two, three or four point lead late, the big guy's free roll for his birthday is going to roll over and it could have something to do with Toledo, Ohio. They tip coming up in nine minutes. Let's talk about this game. Ohio, Toledo, this number on the total is one sixty-two and a half. Toledo's laying five, five and a half. You can maybe find a five. This Toledo team's a very good basketball team. I think they can win two get two games in the tournament. They've won 16 straight. They pummeled Miami of Ohio. Yes, I know Miami of Ohio stinks, but the Rockets, as I mentioned, they're on a roll right now. One 16 straight. They're one of the best offenses of all in the country. They're fast. They play tempo. They don't turn the ball over second best three point shooting team in the country. I love this Toledo team. They won the only meeting in Toledo this year against Ohio 90 to 75. So a 15 point win Ohio. The reason Gable's going over here is because Ohio's tremendous offensively as well. They can shoot it, especially from three that freshman AJ Brown, you mentioned is a stud. So again, we're going over with Gable, but I like the side here with Toledo lane five of them all. I think you're on the right side here. I like the Rockets here as well. Toledo's got five starters that average double digit Patrick. I mean, it's unbelievable what this team is able to do. JT Shoemates feels like he's been there forever. Ray J. Yeah. Dennis is averaging almost 21 points a game. Think about this. Shoemate and Dennis combined right now to average 39 points a game. That's as good of any combo as you have in college basketball, but it's not just him. Cedric Milner right now averaging 16 points a game. Again, five double-digit scores from your starters. It just has a huge impact on this team. Maddox as well, along with Moss. I think they're a more complete basketball team than the Bobcats. I know Ohio played extremely well yesterday, but this one, to me, feels like a Toledo runaway. I totally agree. So you can go ahead and check out the first half number. My assumption is it's Toledo two and a half, three, big guy. It's two and a half. And here's the thing. Last time these two teams faced off, Toledo had a 21 point lead at the break. They've had a lead of greater than two and a half or greater in seven of their last eight games. So when the shots are falling, like, like they've been lately, 
They're going to cover that number in the first half. I like this for two reasons. One, it's the next game. So that's, I don't have to wait that not, long. That's not a good reason, but please continue. <laughs> wait, wait, wait hold, hold, hold on. And Amal, you know this. Ohio's good, and Ohio just beat a very good Ball State team yeah. yesterday by 20, 90 to 70. But you take a look at the number. They dropped 90 on Ball State. That's why Gable and a couple other pros that have texted me earlier today are on this over. It's elevated at 163, but both teams can score. I, You just said it's not a good reason to play it. I'm still okay with him laying that two and a half in the first half if he wants to, Amal. No, 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 no. His reasoning ga- given was it's the next game up. Yes. Yeah. Also entertainment value. We are going to be on the air while the game's going down. So it's free money anyway. Yeah. But that's, see, that's one of the biggest problems in betting. People take a cavalier approach. I don't care if you got 10 bucks or you got $10,000, you should take the bet in a serious nature. And then that way you can run it. The one thing in gambling is you can run money up so quick. If you're just selective in your picks, I, I, you and I like to play because we like to play, whether it's at 2 p.m. Pacific or 5 p.m. Pacific, the game is still a good play. I'm just talking about the fact that it's literally the next game up in terms of the betting uh, number or totally. I mean, sorry, betting board. That's all I'm disagreeing with him. Uh, on. We, I, I hear you, Mr. Fun. Thanks, he Dad. just took all the, he just, he does not want you and I to have fun today. Well, just to he? annoy him, I have to bet it now. <laughs> You're not going to annoy me. I just think that he you actually have likes the side. He just yeah. wanted to lecture us. He doesn't no, like I, my no, no, reasoning. No, 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 I don't like his reasoning. I got no problem with the side. Okay. So we're so going to go that out, it? and I got to run and bet this because it's it's tipping yeah, off. Well, we soon. got a commercial coming. Yeah. So we're going to bet this. I'm going to be on Toledo, and here's the best part: it'll cash before I leave, and I can roll it over to another one after this one wins. We're going to go rock chalk Jayhawk money line, and the next one we're just going to get that win, and we're going to keep it moving. I like it. There you go. We like that, Amal. Are you going to lay the full 190? So you had 100 100 bucks to start with your free roll on your birthday. Are you going to lay the full? It's free money. (laughs) Obviously, he's obviously must be a politician. (laughs) It's not free. It's not free money for me. At the Rap Radio, remember first two that hit us up. I'll get you a subscription through March for 19 bucks. You, sh- you prove you subscribed over at VEASAN.com. I'll send you the cash. Gable is next. Remember, he's on the over 163, Toledo, Ohio. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. 
So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.